What's up, everyone? This is episode 47 of the TorontoGameDoes.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDoes.com. Uh, we got the full game back today, I think, for the first time in two or three episodes. So, Brett from Hard Circle. What's up? And uh, composing Dan. Hello, hello. Uh, yeah, I was gone last week. And then Brett was gone. We fired Brett the week before that. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, last week was a bit of a, bit of a shit show for me, to yeah. be honest. Because I went out to that Con Bravo. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a late night. Nice. Um, Low just house cleaning stuff. Check out the site, trongingness.com. Subscribe on iTunes. Uh, I'm posting videos now, too, so subscribe on, on YouTube and like it or whatever you do on YouTube. I don't really know yet. Um, there's a store. There's Patreon. All that good stuff. Actually, let me get the Patreon list. Brett, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Just chilling. Yeah? I'm awake. That's a, that's a plus. Yeah, uh, stories. It's been crazy week, man. I've done like, I've done comedy like every day this week. Really? That's sick. Yeah, I've been like going back and forth between Hamilton and Toronto. It's been pretty dope. So I was talking to my friend uh, who's a comedian here in Toronto, and he was saying that Hamilton's like a really great spot to start out. Actually, um, what's your friend's name? Chad Gibbons. I mentioned his name to you, but he didn't. He didn't recognize your name. Well, we probably haven't met yet. Yeah, I'm sure eventually. Um. Anyways, patrons: Brian, Tabby, Gigi, Renaud, Tyler, Stephen, Lee, Devin, Toby, Dan, Chris, Anthony, Aaron. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, Devin has a new review as well that patrons want to get right now that I want to post. And then oh, sweet. Actually, by the time bullet, cool he just like uh, volunteered. Yeah, I've been there. I know. I told yeah. him I was like, oh. "Yo, the last one was in February, so if you can just beat that." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Progress yeah, exactly. already made. <laughs> uh, so he reviewed Callie's Caves 3. So that should be up sometime in the middle of the week. Probably actually by the time cool. you're listening to this podcast, you can probably read that cool. review. So I'll read it. There you go. Did you read the Lost, uh, Lost Orbit one? Yep. There you go. Uh, me and Devin talked about it a little bit. So yeah. I think we were all in agreement that we, we like that game, but it controls really well. So mm-hmm. um, let's go to hype time. Hype time! Oh. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those episodes that I guess. Yeah, just overtired. Uh, yeah, like I've been up till like 2 a.m. like every day. Yeah. So, and I'm getting up at like 8 30 ish. Oh, so. You're an early bird though. That's later than for you. Well, I was I was going to sleep at two and getting up at six, and my body was like, "No, no, <laughs> let's not do that." So I know I can at least run on six to six hours, so we're good. Yeah, true. Um, hype time, Brett. You got anything for us? Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. I do. Uh, Game Dev Drinks is coming up on August twenty fourth. At the same place, same time, same bat channel. Um, we're going to have uh, Alex Blethke come down. Um, I haven't put it up yet on the uh, internets because uh, I'm just waiting for some some stuff from Alex before I put it up. But it, w- it will be up probably next week before Wednesday at least. So that, that information is coming out soon. 
So do, do we know what he's talking about or is he just kind of like going to do his thing? Um, I have no clue what he's talking about. I know he's, he's probably going to talk a little bit about um, probably his trials and tribulations. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, I actually saw a tweet from him last night saying that, that once he's done his most recent project, it'll be 100 games in the can. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's been doing a lot of stuff. And um, so, yeah, he has a lot to talk about, really. It'll be interesting to see what, what he's going to talk about because he has so many things to talk about. And he's also working – I think he's working on uh, Quench with uh, Tabby. Yeah. Right. So – We'll see what he's going to I think he has a Kickstarter coming up. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he does. So we'll see. So it, it should be a very interesting conversation because he has made a lot of games. So. Yeah, it'll be a bunch of goodies in there, I'm sure. Yep. Nice. Um, Dan, how is Con Bravo? Oh, man, it was tight. I had a lot of fun. I wish I, wish I had made the podcast last week so I could talk about it fresh. But uh, I do still recall a lot of it. Um, the game section was was pretty small. Um, Runbo was there doing their thing, and uh, Aaron and Justin and Dave were there, just kind of playing the game, giving away soundtracks. And um, there was a Pied Piper Games was there. I'm not sure if they're up on the site. Do you know if they're up on the site? Uh, I've never heard of them actually. Pied, yeah. Pied Piper. Pied Piper, and they're they're in the city. I I think they're relatively new. They've been working on this game called uh, Toronto Graffiti. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it looks pretty cool. I like the concept. It's like basically you got to sneak around like security guards and stuff. And there's all of these sort of blank um, billboards, and then you you sort of right now it's kind of just you activate a sequence for it to draw something on the billboard. You have to sneak around the security guards, and it's platformer. Um, but they, uh, Jacinda, uh, who is one of the the devs, Jacinda Scott Don, and another guy who I didn't get a chance to really talk too much. Um, uh, they were saying that you know the goal is to be able to uh, make it sort of a platformer slash art game where you can go in and and draw whatever you want mm-hmm. on these billboards. So that was kind of cool. And then um, Quench was there. There's going to be a lot of dicks drawn on that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, it will be. <laughs> Anytime you can draw anything. Especially yeah. if they have like an online just database where all of them get o- uploaded to. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like you got to watch for that. Like I remember doing some kids games and the boss like the ceo was like let's let the kids draw whatever they want and save it <laughs> to the child game and i'm sitting like you have got to be kidding me like i told her straight up i'm like there's no way we're doing that and she looked at me dead in the face like why can't we do that and i just i just told her i'm like everyone's going to draw dicks and i just had to put it as blunt as possible cuz she was not getting it and then like my creative director he was just like laughing his ass off because it's true like you just know it's going to happen and like why would you put that in a child game so i don't know if anyone has the opportunity to draw dicks it happens it just happens look at remember call of duty uh two i think it was uh Wait, you start making the emblems or whatever yeah you can make your own emblem yeah. oh my god <laughs> how many dick emblems did i see <laughs> 
That was so good. I actually missed that because I made like a really dope John Cena emblem. <laughs> and people hated me for it. I had this cool like you can't see me kind of emblem I made. And yeah, no one liked it. And then I had one where it was like a, a dick going in the butt. Because <laughs> like, you could just make whatever you wanted. Yeah. It was awesome. I think maybe um, another avenue they could explore is like maybe like stamp, it's like stamp based kind of thing or stencil based kind of thing. That way they can avoid dicks. Yeah, that's how Mar- That's like how Nintendo avoided it with uh, totally. like, like all the Wii U stuff was all stamps. Mm-hmm. Well, they did have the – you could draw actually. Actually, I wonder how many hmm. – you know that they would just make a, a dick out of stamps, though. Yeah, it's Nintendo like has a filter, though. Like, Nintendo, <laughs> I think there was people just going through all the content. So as soon as they saw a dick, it was gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's that, too. Like, if you're going to have that, you're going to have to have, you, you're going to have to have, like, dick patrol just to look <laughs> into this. You, you will. That's an extra cost. Yeah, extra cost. <laughs> so you got to hire someone to look for dicks all day. Um. Yeah, so that was Toronto Graffiti. <laughs> uh, you could, I just found their site at PiedPiperGames.ca. They're on Twitter and Facebook um, as well. So, yeah, add them up. Add them up to the. Yeah, I'll throw them up. Throw um, them up. I'll do it right now. Even I know Don. Right. He's part of the team. He was he was telling me about a project <clears throat> that he's working on. Again, it was two weeks ago now, though, so it's escaped my memory, unfortunately. But uh, but maybe I'll get Adam and see what he's doing because he's doing another Toronto game. With a small cool. team, and then there was these guys from I think they were from Nashville actually, and they showed up. Um, What's the name of their game company? They had it was the guys who made uh, the Angry Nintendo Nerd game. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah, and they had they were showing off Angry Nintendo Nerd Two, and a game called uh, Super Super R Rad Ray Gun. Okay, and uh, the Super R Rad Ray Gun was like something that. You know, another dev had made and um, a publisher. They had it with a publisher that went under or something like that, and then they took it over. So they're just kind of publishing that one. But um, this the Angry Nintendo game, the Angry Nintendo Nerd Two, was looking pretty dope. Actually, hmm. it was basically just a ton of stuff from the Angry Nintendo Nerd sort of universe, like all the, all the videos that that guy's created and other sort of popular like YouTube users, yeah, and like internet sort of lore and memes and just packed in like a lot of a lot of references mm-hmm. and uh yeah it was looking pretty fun actually <coughs> guys i actually i keep meaning to pick up the that game um and just never do i know it's on wii u mm-hmm. um i should do that soon and i did mention that tabby was there with quench right yeah yeah, so they were doing their thing. I, I got to watch some people play it. It was pretty busy. There was a lot of people doing their thing, um, having some fun with it. And I think that was it. Games like, was there. Yeah, it was pretty small. Like, that was that was kind of... Yeah, had, there, there, was, a, there was another guy people. on the other side, but I didn't get a chance to, to, to look at his game. Sorry, you, what were you saying? Oh, I, was just, I had a couple of people texting me. They're like, are you not at Con Bravo this year? <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah, no, totally. I was. Ex- I just. I just assumed that you would probably be there. Uh, Pixel Jones isn't ready for a new revealing. Right, right. It's just not good. It didn't work out time wise. Mm-hmm. It's like we're busy working on the Kickstarter stuff, so we're too busy. Boc. What? Boc. Billions cats, bro. 
Yeah. <laughs> Get well, about that one? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just release that it one. now. Don't give a shit about it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, there'll be an update eventually. So actually, I wonder how the game is doing today. Let's see. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, there was one guy on the other side. I, I didn't get a chance to look at his game. Uh, it looked pretty fun, but I can't remember what was going on there. And then there was these two guys called Game uh, Chops or something like that. And they were doing um, <clears throat> just just game music. They had they were selling these USB sticks for like fifty bucks a pop, but they had like three hundred. Like I don't know if they were royalty free or what they were, but just game tracks that they had. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was kind of interesting. But yeah, the game section was really small. And then I just kind of roamed around. I went through the rest of like sort of the artist alley section and all of the all the vendors. Some really cool vendor stuff. Some really creative stuff. Like there was this one. Um, she did this. Uh, these like harry potter mashups so it would take like the houses and just and just totally mix up the names right like you know uh gryffindor and it would be like griffinpuff or you know mm. huffledor or something like that you know what i mean right and it was kind of neat and then mix up their logos and everything too <clears throat> um i saw <clears throat> a couple of the vendors were selling like snes systems original in the box mm. with with the original game and all the wires and everything that came with it and i was just like oh man that's so nostalgic for me it's something that i would really want if it was the zelda one i'd probably just have to buy it i don't know what happened to mine mine just like disappeared into the ether just poof gone Mm. i don't know what happened but maybe a cousin took it or something but just disappeared gone forever yeah and then there was like a gaming venue upstairs run by um one-up games uh yeah i can't remember his first name Nascimento, Portuguese guy, nice guy, um, and he owns the One Up Games on on King, mm-hmm. um, and he brought just a bunch of arcade free to play stuff. They had you know uh, tournaments set up. Uh, they were playing Smash. They were playing like everything. There's a bunch of stuff there, pinball. Yeah, um, and it was they usually all- have a pretty dope arcade setup there. Last year's was really dope. Yeah, it was good. It was it was fun, man. He did a good job putting it all together. <clears throat> I'm not sure if they really kept tabs too much on like what kind of pass you bought if you just bought for like the uh, the shopping area, or if you bought to go elsewhere. Because mm. my buddy just bought for the shopping area, and we just walked around the whole place. Nobody said anything. Nice. So that's that. Combat was fun, man. Go out, mm. do your thing. Sorry, I miss it. Next year, yeah, I should be there next year. Cards play as always, you know. Yeah, 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 it was strong, man. It was just like it was just good times. I showed up really late. I thought it was going to be like I thought it was going to be busier than it was. To be honest, because you know I'm used to like fan expo and stuff. I knew it was going to be smaller, but I didn't Mm -hmm. know it was going to be that much smaller because I parked like four blocks away, (laughs) and then I just walked through like. Five empty parking lots on the way there. Oh man! <laughs> no, it's it's a, usually like a. I, I like that con because it's like super chill. Mm-hmm. Like it's not super busy and it's just like just chill. It's a good I, one. I totally agree. Yeah, because like you know, you can you do around, stuff. You're not you're not packed in like a sardine in, in between. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. in Artist Alley at Fan Expo, it's just like you're really. It takes a while to walk through because you're just you're you're neck you're like you know touching everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, yeah, I think I uh, I would tell more people to come to Con Bravo just because it's more chill. Yeah, might not have everything, but it's still pretty dope. 
No, I, yeah, I agree with that for sure. But like, you don't have, you know, like the games, they were all like the free to play stuff. You know, there was a, a the lot. I mean, there's play, people playing them, but you know, the lineup would be like two. Mm-hmm. And you could wait just like a minute and then get, get in there and play some. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. Uh, let's go to news time then. News, news, news. Uh, what do we have? Five stories? Six? Yeah, about five. Boom. Five. Number one, Severed's out now on uh, iPhone and iPad on iOS. Um, Yay. I posted- that, was, that was one successful prediction. I mean, it was a pretty obvious one, but we did we did call that like right off the bat pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still coming to 3DS for some reason and Wii U. Um, so that, the Wii U, ver- I was, so I posted a video last night. Uh, I'm starting to do kind of little five, four or five minute videos of just what I think uh, yeah. or just random news stuff, whatever. I don't, I don't, there's no format to it really. Um, and so last night, I, or this video I did, basically what I thought of the iPhone version. And uh, I would say if you have a Vita, play it on Vita. Um, mm-hmm. but no one has a Vita, so play it on iPhone. Um, What's your YouTube page? Uh, Toronto Game, I don't know. So go to the site, the website. Oh, I, I'm on YouTube. Oh, just, trying to search for it. Um, <coughs> I don't know if I have a, I'm still trying to set everything up. Oh, you're under a Stephen Crane. You gotta get that changed. No, I just changed it. It should say Toronto Game does now. Mm, doesn't. What? Really? Stephen Crane. <laughs> There we go. Stephen Crane, severed PS Vita faces iOS. So no, I see. Tr- that's weird. Uh, it says it now. Oh, like when I clicked into the video, um, it showed it. But when I actually went to like search, here I'll send you my search result mm-hmm. so you can see it later. Um, yeah, man, that was a good video. I thought. Thanks. Um, it's just like, and it's going to evolve. Like the more you do it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I think, yep. Yeah, get get some uh get some get some swag up on those empty walls behind you. Why do you have three doors? Uh <laughs> yeah, it's like the weirdest little den he's in. Yeah, like what is that? Let's just talk about my place. The <laughs> <laughs> You have three doors though, that's so weird. Here, let me so let me guess. Okay, I already know. Okay, one yeah. one is just a closet. Okay, which one which closet. one's well no, already wrong. Okay, fuck it. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude. He said, he said the F word twice in this episode. No, I said shit the first time. No, you said effing around at the um, Con Bravo. I heard it. Did you he, really? You muttered it in there, but you totally said it. Oh. And then I was like, oh, I guess Steve's letting it go today. <laughs> Did you just do another one right there? Oh, yeah. oh no, I didn't. I'm putting this one next. It's explicit, whatever. <laughs> no, I said effing around. I said effing around. I didn't actually swear. I think Dan just there said yes, under his said, breath. Yes, it did. Oh, Dan, Dan's like loose <laughs> Just today, let it right? slide. Let it slide. Like, yeah, we're, we're, it's an explicit podcast now. Number 50 will be explicit for sure. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know what to do about that. Okay, so the one the, – the door directly behind me is our laundry. It's just like uh, a built – it's just like yep. a, a thing on t- – like a dryer on the bottom – uh, Whoever walk. did the paint job in there sucks at painting. It wasn't Ooh. us. It wasn't Look us. Look at that. Look yeah. at that at that. Oh, I didn't bad. pay attention to the paint job. Sorry. Yo, that there's also the video that, that you can just... Beard. <laughs> um, What's the other doors? So the one, one must my... be the hallway. Uh, no, this is like a den in our thing. So the one over my right shoulder is our bedroom, and the one mm-hmm. over my left shoulder is the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> so over the left shoulder... 
uh, is like, that's where our living room is and stuff like that. And then to, over my right shoulder is where the two bedrooms are. One of them, you can't see the door. And then that one's like our master bedroom or whatever. Right, right. And then this is just like a little like den. Really all it is is just that, um, mm. that like sort of an area for a desk really is all it really right. is. Right. And now you know. Now you know. And I wanted well, to have some sway because I have a guacamole poster that I wanted and that's framed. And I, and I was, after the video, I was like, shit, I should have like had it hanging in the background there. So you might should've. see, yeah, you might see the guacamole poster just kind of show up in the next it's video. The weirdest room ever. And then you got you to gotta tie up your beard and wear a Toronto game dev shirt because yep. the beard's going to cover it all. <laughs> so like braid the beard, make that look tight. There you go. Yeah, man. So you can check out the video on my YouTube channel, which I want to figure out or on the website, post on the website too. Yeah, um, and you can criticize it like we are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make it better, Steve. Come on. <laughs> no, it was good. It was a good video. No awesome. swag in your first video? That's silly. The too long... Di- I actually have a severed shirt, too. It just doesn't fit me. But I was like, I should just put on that shirt and, and comment how it doesn't fit me. Um, <laughs> but... I'll, I'll give it a like. Here you go. Oh, thanks, buddy. You can how, switch- small, how small is it? Can you just put it on your beard and just, like, <laughs> get the hair going out the armholes? That was hilarious. <laughs> it's not that small. It's just, it's just really tight. Like I could put it, I could put it over my head, but and wear. Can I wear it? Uh, no, you're bigger than me. Damn. <laughs> All right, right. So it is pretty exciting. Uh, so the two yeah. London read is that severed on iOS. It's fun. I, I missed it. I rather have control with the analog stick. It's basically what mm-hmm. I was saying in that video. Um, I think it's gonna be dope on the Wii U. I think it's gonna be awesome on the Wii U. I can't wait for that version. Yeah, that's the version I'm probably going to buy. I, if they came out with an uh, Android version, I would look at it, but I want a Wii U version, so I was, I'm waiting for that. I was looking into into it. I don't think they're actually making an uh, Android version. Well, thank you, Drinkbox. <laughs> Isn't the piracy on Android just, like, way worse than any other? Yeah, whoopee-doo, man. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Somebody just wants bring- to sell their game might care. I'm not – I don't pirate any game. So I'm okay, good. So Brett doesn't do it. So release it on Android. Yeah, do it for me. <laughs> Get one sale at least. Yeah, I'll buy it. No, but I'll I'll probably be buying it on the Wii U because that's the, that's where I've been waiting for it to be played, and that's where I'm going to play it. Yeah, yeah well, I like good experience. On the Wii. <clears throat> that game just looks so good and so like the art is so dope that I'm just like I want to play this on my like 50 inch television. Yeah, like, it just yep. it just needs to be on a giant screen. I, yeah. kept, I kept meaning to play it on iPad, but I feel like the iPad's like too big and bulky to do some of the quick swipes and stuff. Like the Wii U's like perfect right. for it. So, yeah, uh, I'm afraid for my like Wii U screen though, because there's definitely parts of that game where you're like scratching hard and fast. And oh yeah, I pray for my screen. So, hmm. your nails, bro. What? Use the stylus, bro. Use, yeah, use the stylus. Oh, that should be all right. Oh, you don't use your fingers? Not on the no on the game on the Wii U gamepad. No. I think it's... I don't know. I don't. Brett, do you? Nope. Yeah. <clears throat> Depending. Uh, I'm fi- I'd am say 50-50. Like, if it's for, like, putting in inputs for, like, names and stuff, I'll use my finger. <clears throat> yeah, like, little quick things just to, like, press the a button or something, I'll do it. But, yeah. like... But Mario- if the game demands me to play with it, I'll use the, the stylus. Yeah, like Mario Maker or Kirby or whatever, like, I use the stylus, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. Cool. So that was a stupid suggestion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, dumb I gotta get a tweet of the week ready yeah that's at the end of the show yes no, I don't think there is one maybe no, there is there, oh, there's always 
I tweeted. Number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Ritual of the Moon gets a new trailer website coming 2016. Um, this is a. I'm trying, just trying to find a page. Oh, okay. Uh, Ritual of the Moon is is kind of a collaboration between some Toronto and Montreal um, people. Uh, they they released like a website. Kara Stone is the person I'm most familiar with because uh, she posts or she tweets a lot and stuff like that. Um, but there's a few other people. So Ritual of the Moon, a quote. Ritual of the Moon was created by a team of uh, team composed of women and non-binary artists, musicians, and designers based on based out of Toronto, Montreal. It was written and designed by Kara Stone, programmed by Hope Aaron Phillips, with art and sound by Rika. Uh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce her last name. And Julia Gringrich, and music composition by Helena Heron and Maggie McLean. Mm-hmm. So you can check out this trailer on the website. Um, Oh, okay, here we are. There's a description. So Ritual of the Moon is a 28-day long multi-narrative game exploring loneliness, power, and healing. Once discovering her powers, the Earth's Council exiles the Witch to the Moon to live out the rest of her life, looking at the Earths she can never go back to. The player spends five minutes each day over the 28 days reflecting on her experience on Earth, meditating at each altar, and making a life or death choice. Mm. Uh, Kara, let me know that's expected to hit Steam and Ichio and mobile this year. Or that's what they're they're hoping for, anyway. So. Right. That's kind of mean of the Earth. Yo, yeah, exile, exiling witches like that. Do you think the moon is just a bunch of witches, or is she like the only witch, or like do they kind of just exile to different planets and different? They only had one single. Yeah, maybe they're like witches go to the moon, and like dudes go over to Mars. Warlocks go to Mars. Yeah, could Min- be. Minotaurs go to Venus. Yep. <laughs> That makes I, the most sense. I don't know. I'm down for playing this, though. I feel like it would be a good mobile game, just kind of lying on the couch and, and playing through it. Because it sounds like it'd be kind of a quick uh, quick game, and you just sort of, mm-hmm. get, like, you just want to reflect on everything, I guess. Is what I'm yeah, to get so at, if so. it's like five minutes, 28 days, do the math, Steve. Uh, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Done. That's how long that game is. So Had it with a little bit of story in there. There you go. There you go. Boom. Uh, two and a half hours. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, so uh, I, I added some of their Twitter accounts and stuff like that. Uh, the video's on the site, uh, tryingindos.com. So, video looks cool. Give it a shot. Yeah, I love, I love the art style. I, I love that kind of stuff with, like, sort of handmade textures. and, and, and It reminds me of uh, Mo- um, Monty Python. Uh, Pi- oh, yeah. Monty yeah. Python stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, like all their little good. intro video clips, like with how it looked like all papery and stuff. It looks cool. It looks cool. Uh, Boom. Number three. Animation style. What, what, who, who made that? Do you know? Oh, Terry Gilliam. That's yeah. yeah. Terry Gilliam. Made what, sir? Like that, that Monty Python animation style where it was like a lot of sort of uh, uh, cut out graphic art. Mm-hmm. That sort of animated and, and stitched together. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's similar, except this is a black and white. This has, but this definitely has a nod to that. For sure. Yeah, there's definitely some inspiration from it, um, or not at all. Plays <laughs> in the music. And she's a local Toronto composer doing her thing. The music's cool. I yeah. I don't know if she wrote that track or if that was the the uh, Heron who wrote that track, but they're both. I, I mean, I'm well, assuming they're both good. I've never now. heard. Uh, I've heard Maggie's stuff. She's awesome. There we go. Number three. Huh? Uh, sign up for the M plus plus PC beta right now. Actually, let me just make sure it's still kind of happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can still sign up. So as of Sunday, um, August seventh, you can still sign up to be part of the M plus plus beta uh, for the Steam release. 
Mm. They did a similar thing for PS4, and I feel like it was only like a month later it came out. So we must be, and they even said uh, the release date for the PC version is soon. Um, so it's probably it's I mean sometime this summer, um, right? You'd think. So down with that. If you don't have a PS4 and you've been wanting to play M Plus Plus, this is your chance. AKA Brett. I've never played M Plus. Plus. Yeah, I'm, I'm signing up right now. <laughs> nice. Did you play any of the M plus? I like I never, I didn't play M plus. I played N way back in the day, like on Flash and stuff like that. No. Yeah, I played the Flash stuff, but nothing else. Man, I don't know what my PC specs are. I'm not signing up. <laughs> Done. They just want to see what the minimum specs are for the game, so Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's easy. Just go to settings and figure it out. I'm not a I'm not a computer wizard here. <laughs> so just Where are like, you? <laughs> I don't tell yeah, you. Yeah, I'll just I'm put a... that in there. Not computer wizard. Oh, I found it. Yes. Yo, you make your own levels in this game, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah on PS4. Dan, you're a little quiet, by the way. Oh, is that better? Yeah, that's much better. Um, yeah, there is like a level editor that you can that you can be part of. Or you can do and then and then download other people's levels and stuff like that at least on the ps4 version i'm assuming i think i read somewhere that like the steam versions want to have like everything that the ps4 version had so um because i don't i don't think there was anything like ps4 specific like oh, no um i need to update my computer now that i'm looking at it it's just like oh man and so the game will will be supported eventually on mac and linux just not at launch um, so Dan, you'll have to wait a little bit. It's got multiplayer too, eh? Uh, yeah, it has like local like co-op and uh, versus and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a four like four on four, or no? I'm looking at yeah. Yeah, I never got to play the the multiplayer actually, but it looks like fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, sign up for that. I'm assuming yeah, another month or two we'll see Ample Plus on the on PC. So mm-hmm. boom. Um, number four. Not really specifically news, but just sort of like an FYI on a game. Astro Miners. Uh, some people I've been seeing tweeting stuff uh, around, so I wanted to write about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, edu- uh, Astro Miners is an education game for children um, from a few people there that's set to hit PC and Max uh, 2016. They're partnering up with like the Royal Ontario Museum to... Um, to check it out so it's basically like a little uh you're kind of like rocketing through space and stuff like that so there is a trailer um and check it out i guess like if they're partying up at the royal ontario museum i wonder if like the game will be at the rom sort of thing probably so they have some uh game stuff already at the rom so they'll oh, probably they? go in yeah they'll probably go in with their uh their stuff they're probably doing like some sort of space exhibit or something like that mm-hmm. um probably yeah Oh, that's awesome. Space mining. I'm getting static from Sona. Oh. Oh. Brett. Yeah, it's probably Brett. Brett. It's probably me. <laughs> it's probably me. Um, Astro Miners. So there's so, trailer, there's uh, Twitter and Instagram, too, that you can check out their like their development and stuff. They're pretty active on Twitter, so. May not be publicly available, then? Yeah, I don't know. Um PC says here, right? So like yeah, it says PC and Mac, so it might be, and it'll just be also be at the ROM. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no reason not to make it publicly available unless the ROM really wants them not to. But yeah, 
But I doubt the ROM would do that. Yeah. Maybe. You never know. Uh, hey. Yeah, I don't see anything on there that says one way or the other, so. Um, Look out for Astral Miners. Coming September 2016. Just like my birthday. Uh, number five. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. We don't need, <laughs> we don't need to talk about this one. <laughs> oh, number five. I see. Brett, take it away. Yeah, I released the game it's called Billions of Cats. Nice. <laughs> you know, no big deal. Just a rock star over here in the game world now. <laughs> how, how many different cat designs do you have at the moment? Uh, there's ten cats in it right now, but we have six that are just. Uh, we're waiting to release a little later. So ah, cool. So yeah. yeah, we'll be releasing some more cats soon. Is there like a Roman one here and like an Egyptian one? Is that what I'm seeing? Uh, that's a wrestler. Oh, it's a wrestler? Yeah, a Lucha Libre. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, so he's a luchador. Yeah, a and yeah, there's an Egyptian cat. There's all kinds of cats wearing all kinds of outfits. That's yep. awesome. And we have six other ones that are currently ready to go. And then we're just going to throw them out there eventually. But yeah, it took us a little bit to make this game longer than it should have, but uh, it's out now and it's doing all right. Like we, we haven't put any money in it to like advertise it or anything, so it's it's doing pretty good. Let's float it out there and see what happens. Yeah, and we're I'm probably not going to put any advertising dollars into this game until we get the iOS one done, and then I won't have to waste my time doing double twice. Yeah, yeah. So or time and money actually. So yeah. When is the iOS version? Um, I'm talking to my buddy right now who's uh, in Germany to see if he'll be uh, when he can start working on it. So uh, we'll see how it goes. We're sending him all the stuff and everything. I, I have everything already set up for iOS. So it's just a matter of uh, flipping the switch, really, and seeing how it looks. Because we might have to do some, like, a couple little changes here and there just because of resolutions and stuff. But uh, once we get that all sorted out, it should be pretty much bake it and done. Correct me if I'm wrong. On iOS, you have to like kind of get approved from Apple, but yeah. on on Android, you don't, right? You can just put it on whatever. Yeah, pretty much. They're, they have like an approval process, and but it's like it's pretty quick with them. So yeah, but uh, Apple is like a two week process, I believe, if I recall. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's why you always release on Apple last, usually. But uh, unless you're doing like a paid game, then you want to go to Apple first. Sure. But I like doing Droid first because, you know, you can work out all your bugs quicker. Get, yeah. those, get those hackers in there. To... Yeah, Yo, if they want to hack my game, go ahead. <laughs> hack all the way, guys. I remember, um, oh, what, what studio was it? It was the, they made like a, a flying game. I'm blanking on it right now. Um, and they, they partnered with like the like Canadian or Ontario uh, like aviation club. Right. Um, it was black something. I know the game you're talking about. Yeah, and they, they told me that, like, in China, they had hundreds of thousands of, of downloads. Um, huh. Illumination Games, uh, Ace Academy Black Flight. That's the one I'm thinking of. Because mm. it's a free-to-play game on iOS and Android. And they're like, yeah, they had so many downloads. They had so many downloads on Android. Um, <clears throat> and, I, and I guess a lot of them were just, like, from China or Asia. And... They were like, well, whatever. And they weren't, and, and like, no money, though. So they had, like, thousands of downloads, and that made zero dollars. Right. Um, 
and the I guess like the aviation people that kind of sponsored the game, they're like, ah, eh, whatever. They they download mm-hmm. the game. That's that's what matters to us. Yeah. Um. So I think it is kind of and and Alto's Adventure. You know, they made it free on Android. So. Right for that same reason, mm-hmm. might as well, right? Yeah, exactly. People are gonna hack the game anyways, so might as well just like make it easy on them. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a little futile. <laughs> Because all I keep hearing is that the you know that the piracy rates are not so hot on the on the Android side. I know, obviously, like you know, it's probably the same. You know, probably bad on on the uh, Apple side too. But mm-hmm. I just keep hearing that it's worse. If people want to get their game, the game for free. They're going to they're going to do it. it. Yeah, can't really stop. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, cool. Yeah, Billions Cats. So it's out on Android. Download now for free. Um, yep. Download music. it. Review it. <laughs> Don't listen to music. It. Music's brutal. You know, all that stuff. Music's dope. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's all dope. I'll get it when it comes to iOS, dude. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Okay. It won't be on... I don't think I'm going to do Windows phones, though, so sorry to those Windows phone users. Yo, you know what? Actually, so... Yeah, we'll just... We'll talk about that right now, actually. Let's, um... That's, that's it for news time. Yeah, random conversation time. <laughs> Is that the new... <laughs> yeah. Uh... Let's just kind of, we haven't really talked about it in a while, I think, because we've, we kind of had some beefy shows, but let's just talk about the games we've been playing, um, other than Pokemon Go. I, to be honest, I've been playing nothing. Now that I'm doing stand-up comedy, a lot of my free time has gone towards that. So you know, I'm on the, what about on the road, on the, on the phone? You don't play games on the phone? No, because I'm talking to the other comedians I'm with, man. <laughs> I don't travel alone. I travel with like a full car of dudes, and we're just talking about jokes and all kinds of stuff. So I've been like the only game that ha- I have been playing aside from my own stuff, Pixel Jones and Billions of Cats. Um, I play Overwatch every now and then, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I've, I my gaming has been oh and Pokemon Go obviously, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I've been I, my gaming has gone completely down because now I have new activities in my life. <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, thanks for ruining topic time then. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to make it that much better. <laughs> <laughs> Choose a better topic, Steve. But in all honesty, like after I finished the show, me and Katie, we went out and we went waterfall hunting for like uh, just all day. That's like and a made up game. I like it. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> waterfall hunting? Waterfall hunting. It was, it, was, it was a virtual reality game, right? <laughs> Great. Excellent. Don't even need a helmet. <laughs> just get out there and do it dude use the proper lingo that would be augmented reality yeah right? that would be come on yeah. bro come on bro <laughs> but so uh, where'd, you, where'd you go did you come you, to Hamilton yeah all around your, Hamilton and like did you catch a level around. 5 waterfall you come to my city and don't even say hello burn burn disrespectful well I was I didn't go downtown really I just was not kind of on the outskirts and in Dundas and stuff yeah. like that not, not close to my house at all no yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Trinity the Trinity yeah. Falls, that was the closest one to your house. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, man, it was good. Don't so, no want to bring Brett. Hey, you know who else would enjoy some falls in Hamilton? <laughs> say hi to Brett. What's up? Can't ruin date day, bro. No, it was if we were waterfall hunting, you should bring a Native American with and you. And she just she just got back from Ireland, so it was like, oh, yeah. someone wanted to do some of that. No, no, don't. <laughs> some of that Irish <laughs> Irish style. Uh, we went to uh, Sherman Falls too. Oh yeah. And that one's like kind of on private property, apparently. Um, but 
you're allowed to sort of walk around it, but not go right in it. Hmm. So we definitely took a swim in that one, though, because that was the best one that we saw. It was just like tons of water. Yeah, what else did you do? None of your business. <laughs> and then what else? Oh, yeah. I, believe it or not, I'm still playing Capsule every now and again. Nice. About like level 475. Oh, really? Actually, you know, every now and then I, I, I turn it on too. I'm not that. I'm definitely not that far. I'm like 270 or so. Oh, that's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. It's just like I, I kind of get to a level where I uh, – so Capsule Infinite is what we're talking about. It's a free game on iOS um, mm. and Android maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you're like – you play as a – you're like a rocket ship just to get from one platform to the other. And, and it's, yeah, it's pretty fun. And I, I, I start playing it and you're right. It doesn't have any sort of like natural progression of difficulty. Mm. Some levels will just be like a joke. And then the next level, it's like – you know, your the gravity is like upside down <clears throat> on one side, and then like a dead zone in the middle with a bunch of shit in it, and then like normal gravity on the other side. And you had to like flat, like you had to time it perfectly. Yeah, I thought I hit a level that that was impossible to beat because it took me a long time, and then I finally got through that one. But it, yeah, it's it's interesting. I wonder if it would totally ruin the gaming experience for somebody if they just started level one because I'm, I'm not sure if. The designer, I can't remember his name right now, but I'm not sure if he designed it so that the first 10 at least were easy to kind of get the mechanics together. Because if that first one, if it's completely random and that first one happened to be one of the hard ones. I feel I, I, I feel like no. you don't start getting into the the like dead zones and the and, and the opposite gravity until like later in the levels. I feel like yeah, the first you kind of have to like after 20 or so, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah you, would lay it, you would lay it out <laughs> properly. It's from Luke O'Connor on, on Twitter, so. But yeah, but there's no progression really. I mean, it just once you hit a hard level, the next ten could be like super simple. Yeah, I'm on a level right now uh, that seems impossible. I I'm not like I just look at it and there's almost just like a straight up just wall just blocking like one side to the other, <laughs> and I'm like I don't know how to even do this. Um, there's been a few where I've had to actually use the um, the physics the gravity physics to jump off the screen and go around blockades. Oh, really? And like then actually go off of the, the, the visible playing area. <laughs> um, but, but just enough because you can, you can go maybe like two ship lengths outside of the visible area before you die. Yeah. So there's been ones where I've actually had to use the gravity to like jettison myself over something that was off of the playing field so I could land on the other side. Yeah. I think I did something like that in the last one that kind of gave me trouble. Yeah, man, it's 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 a fun game. It's it's like really just such a casual experience. There's no, there's not really much draw, but there's no reason to not pick it up and just like crush twenty levels too. Right? Yeah. So it's just, I kind of keep going back to that one. Um, but yeah, I've been actually just kind of rewiring the studio, and I went. I mean, I went out to Con Bravo and I played. Um, I played Pirate Pot Plus, which is one of the. Oh, that's um, the game that 13M Games is uh, producing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they're they're publishing that game. 13M Shipping, I believe, is that, you know, yeah. right. it does that. And uh, Pirate Pop is really cool, man. It's a lot of fun. Super addicting. Um, it's got a lot of sort of customizable features that you get when you, you know, uh, get coins, higher levels. There's sort of a hyper mode, which has like faster music and is more intense. And you only have one hit point. 
and then there's the uh, regular mode, which is, has slower music and it's a little bit more casual and you have three lives and uh, it's a little bit easier to, to navigate, you know what I mean? But you get more coins in the hyper mode so you can buy more stuff like decals and different face plates and different color schemes and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's really well put together um, and it's just kind of addicting, you know. So I played a bunch of that. I'm looking forward to actually owning it so I can play it more often. And, you know, and I played the other stuff that I saw at the um, at the Con Bravo, like the Angry Nintendo Nerd. Actually, I didn't get to play that one. I got to see people play that one. But I played the other, the Rad Ray Gun one. Mm. Yeah, it was good to just have some time, a little bit of time to make that happen. That's cool. But yeah, I mean, I want to get a little bit more of that uh, nostalgia back in my life for sure. But there are some next-gen games that I'm super excited about that I want to play. <clears throat> I'm trying to have- bro. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's obviously a big one. I, I watched the um, game. Uh, was it? Yeah. The Game Foundry. Do you guys watch those uh, that YouTube channel? No. Mm-hmm. Game Foundry. It's pretty good, man. He gets like right into the technical um, aspects of graphics and games and frame rates and all that stuff and analyzes things. And he uh, talking about the aliasing and all the stuff. He knows all the terms. And it's, uh, you know, I'm not um, obviously somebody like myself isn't really that in tune with that kind of lingo but it's really interesting to watch uh renault bedard actually posted a, a, a video that they did about uh, half-life 2 oh really yeah Ooh. and it was really kind of interesting it, they went through like all the different versions and ports of half-life 2 and what was cool about them what you know what ran, which ones ran the best you know the ps3 versus the you know the xbox um versus you know uh, pc and and other chapters of the story and whatnot because i guess they released like an episode one and something else or whatever Mm -hmm. there's a lot of releases um surrounding half-life 2 and it was just kind of cool they're just talking about you know the hang-ups and what ran better on which systems and whatnot Uh, and then there was one on uncharted 4 and uh, you know they found a couple things to pick on but they were just uh pretty blown away by how it looks and how how it how it ran right because they they capped it at 30 frames per second um for the um for the single player for the story mode right uncharted four yeah oh interesting and it just runs like pinned at 30 frames per second apparently with like no dropouts can you guys tell the difference between 60 and 30 brett can you 30 frames per second yeah versus, versus 60 yeah okay because it's like for me i can't at all um I have no idea. So, well, you'd be able to if you played the like the the same level in in both. Maybe but. like I mean, it's true that I haven't done that. So, um, but at the same time, uh, that was always something that I'm just like I yeah the the fr- like as long as it doesn't dip between like as long as it doesn't go below thirty, it's all it's all kind of the same to me. Right, right, yeah. You could definitely see the like feel the hang ups and stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> when it so. drops below, that's for sure. Um, just adjusting my YouTube. Yeah, channel. it was interesting because he, he started talking about uh, another version. Uh, I can't remember what it was now. The or uh, what was it? I can't remember, but that it ran at like an uncapped frame rate. So, you know, they didn't cap it to thirty. But it wasn't pinned to sixty either. It just kind of floated in between thirty and sixty. Oh, really? And and apparently, like you could just you could tell just by watching it that it would have been kind of a nightmare to to play. 
True. I, I think some games hide their 30 really well, though, so it's hard to even tell. Mm-hmm. But, like, because there's times when I can't tell, and there's sometimes you can, right? But I, I wouldn't say, like, my success rate of knowing which one is 60 and 30 is, like, 100%, because usually I don't even care about frame rates. I really don't care about frame rate. <coughs> Only in my own game that I'm working on do I care, because then I'm like, oh, man, 10, 10 frame rates, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you played six, Nintendo 64 back in the day, though, like, frame rate shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, exactly. Remember playing Perfect Dark with, like, t- 12 bots or 8 bots? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that game was, <laughs> it was unplayable. And we were, like, <laughs> slow to a crawl. What's going on? This ain't 60 frames per second, bro. <laughs> I don't even think we cared back then. Like, I don't even remember caring. I don't remember That, that was kind of part of it, right? Like, when you played, you know... Uh, Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo, you know, like they had pretty slow clock speeds. Mm. Like I think it was like I, I was reading, I was watching some article, uh, YouTube videos, and they were saying like the clock speed on like a Sega um, Genesis was like seven point five megahertz or something like that, mm. right? And you could overclock it to like thirteen if you if you bypass some pins and hooked it up to you know something yeah. on the cartridge slot or whatever. Um, but like if you were playing Sonic. And, you know, a bunch of coins or a bunch of the rings spit out, right? It would just slow down. And oh, we were yeah. just kind of used to that. Yeah. I, yeah. When I always remember in, like, Sonic 1 <clears throat> in the, like, whenever I got hit, it was just, like, you just slowed down for some reason. And yeah, it was, and like, that's part of the design, though. We didn't care. We're like, oh, I'm slow now. Because, like, they, you know, <laughs> you're like, oh, Sonic's always fast. It kind of felt like that, right? It yeah. kind of felt like it was just part of the design because, yeah. the, you know, the rings would come out and then they would kind of just, like, they they would start to like bog and slow down, and you kind of feel like oh, it's it's almost like a motion blur effect. Like yeah. you just kind of, oh, it's just getting kind of slower and a little dizzy, you know. Yeah. But uh, but you know, like I've seen guys overclock those systems to like the thirteen <clears throat> megahertz or whatever, and then they hit that thing and the rings spit out and it's just fast and it's just mm-hmm. like it's more arcade like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Nice. Um. Cool. I guess I'm the only one who's been playing games lately then. Uh, I bought an Xbox One. Um, oh, right. Yeah. <coughs> because I don't play PC games, like Steam games. I just can't. I, I, I've tried so many times in my life, and I just never I never get into it. So in order to play, like, when I saw Below, I was like, okay, I gotta somehow i got to play this game when it comes out. And Fortified and, and uh, Cuphead and games like that. Um, so then the, the Xbox, like, S or whatever... It was being released, and uh, because of that, the Xbox One or like the normal, the OG one, are on sale. And I only need it for the exclusive, so I don't need like a bigger hard drive or any of that shit. So I got the Gears of War bundle. So we've been playing through Gears of War. Uh, I downloaded Fortified. That's probably going to be the next video. Um, so if you're listening to this, uh, the video is probably already out because I'm going to do it tonight or tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that, that but the Xbox One like UI, the user interface. Like, are, have you guys ever like played Xbox One or, or used it or anything like that? Nope, ever. Hey, eh? oh, I thought Brett for sure. <laughs> um, I've played like old Xboxes, but not the newest. One. <laughs> not the Xbox One. The store, like the store UI, is like terrible. And the like, I don't. Maybe I'm just used to PS4 and and whatever and Vita and, and whatnot. No, Vita the Xbox Store has always been bad. Always. So, yeah. So because. One major issue is I was trying to find Fortified. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took longer than it really should have. Um, but 
if you go to like new releases, uh, and I go on Reddit and people are like posting this, so it's like actually a problem that like Reddit's kind of bitching about too. So a game like Watch Dogs will have multiple versions. It'll have like the you know the standard edition, the gold edition, ultimate edition, and then it'll have you know the pre order or something like that. Like I'll have all these things, and then it'll be like Watch Dogs season pass and all this shit, and mm-hmm. they'll all be aligned. <clears throat> so let's say like new games coming out, and it'll all be Watch Dogs, just like these different versions. And it's just like, yo, you don't like, don't crowd. Like, I know Watch Dogs is coming out. I'll, I would just click it to see the different versions after that. So I just want to see like the new games coming. I don't need to see out of the ten new games coming out. I don't need to see eight of them being Watch Dogs. So mm-hmm. just like, it's really strange. Some of the design decisions they made. It's just like, I, I don't know if it's a matter of just not being used to it or just it's actually bad. But from what I looked online, uh, and I guess what Brett says, like, you know, it is kind of shitty. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, you should be able to like click on a folder or something and get into all the different variations of that game. You know? Yeah, it like, took me a while to even get into the PlayStation one for a bit. Like on the PS3, I was like, "This is a mess." Oh yeah, the PS3 one was really bad because the store is like kind of hidden inside. Yeah. The on the I don't know if they've changed it. Yeah, the four. Yeah, the but, four. It's just the the first. Like it's a uh, it PS the PS4 one is really similar. It's just like a lineup of stuff. And the store is like defaulted to the very start of it, so the very first one. Mm-hmm. And then even PlayStation Plus games, uh, if you just kind of press up, it's defaulted to the top left. So you can, if you just want to get your PlayStation Plus stuff, you just go up to the left, and it's right there. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit easier. Um, the problem with the PS4 one is that if you get a bunch of games and stuff, you can't like add folders into it. So your like list of stuff just becomes like way too long. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so because I got the Xbox One, and I'm like, oh, what game? Like, I don't know what games are on Xbox One. I barely nothing pay attention. No, there's some games. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing. Forti- man. Fortified. Such- Whoa. I get it on PC, bro. <laughs> no, um, you should just went with a PC. I don't want. I I can't support your decision of an Xbox One. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I just, I, it's cool and all, but like, no, should have no. So what? Actually, the reason why it it also happened is because. Uh, we we got a, a computer for like a new computer for Heather, so we bought that, and it came with a with a free tablet, like a mm-hmm. Windows tablet. Uh, nice. I was just like, ah, whatever. But I started using it. And I'm like, yo, this thing is dope. Like, I like it more than my iPad now. Um, oh shit! It's a mm-hmm. nice, powerful little machine. Uh, and yeah. and I saw Alto's Adventure was on it, and I was like, oh sick, I'll download that. So it's free on it, and it has an Xbox uh, tag on it. I was like, what's this? And it has achievements. So I started getting achievements tied to my like Xbox account. Well, I'm like, well, I was like, oh well, shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> now I need to get an Xbox. So the next day is when I got it. Yeah, nice. Um, so it's really just going to be used for like exclusives. Like, are there exclusives on the Xbox that aren't on PC? Um, well, it's changing because Microsoft's doing the whole Windows right. 10 uh, Windows 10 thing. Yeah. So now so those exclusives be. will be coming over to the PC. Yeah, I think like so. I think like Dead Island three and and uh, and the Halo five and Gears of War like like Gears of War stuff like and Forza. I think those are all Xbox One games. But yeah, now I think going forward, like all these games are going to Windows 10 as well. So. Yeah. Cool. Um. So so, what games have you been playing on it? So I only have the two. I I got Gears of War uh, as part of the bundle because I'm an idiot. I, it came. It comes with Gears of War remastered. I just assumed that was one, two, and three. Uh, it's just one. <laughs> so we've been playing the first Gears of War. 
which is fine, whatever. And then for, I've been playing Fortified as well. Um, and then I, I my friend uh, who moved next door, he he's lending me like Halo Five and and uh, stuff like that. So I'll, I'll pick up that stuff soon. I was going to pick up Tomb Raider because I loved the 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 first well not the first one but the yeah the remake that just happened or whatever. Uh, I was going to pick up Rise of the Tomb Raider, but now it's coming out to PS4 with like some VR stuff. So I'll just I'll just pick it up there, I guess. Oh, I forgot one actually. Well, I have started playing Secret of Mana again. Oh, really? Because you guys reminded me that it's on uh, iOS, so I picked it up. You know that? Did you know that Secret of Mana is 23 years old today? Today? Yeah. It came out this day in 1993. Metroid came out was 30 years ago yesterday, I think. Oh, shit. Um, I I tried a couple of episodes of that Square Roots podcast. I'm not sure where they're from. On on, uh, Twitter, it just says the Mana Tree. (laughs) So I'm not sure where they're from, if they're Toronto-based or not. But um, they, they just like, I guess they assign each sort of member of the podcast to play like a a couple hours of the right. game and then they get together and they just kind of like do a synopsis but it's usually just like a just a big swear fest and just jokes and just whatever the whole time it's definitely explicit it has to be it's like <laughs> it's, it's both yeah. it's both like you know verbally explicit and like sexually explicit they just like anything goes it seems like on that podcast but um <clears throat> yeah dan so, i'm, yeah. I'm going to put you on the hot seat did you re- listen to last week's episode? Why would I do that? Because <laughs> you were not. <laughs> All right. So you know no, how I... you know how the NES thing is coming out, which has yeah. like yeah. Uh, what would be we discussed last week? What would be your five? Like what would be your games that you need on an SNES version of that? Only five, though. Only five. Only not five. including the ones that you think like I guess that, that are going to be on there anyways, like Super Mario World and stuff like that. Well, I, I mean, I don't know which ones are going to be on there for sure, but I definitely would have to have. It would be a lot of RPGs. Yeah, I'd have to have Secret of Mana. I'd have to have Chrono Trigger. I'd have to have Link to the Past, especially Link to the Past, because that's just like too nostalgic for me. If I'm going to buy that machine, I'm definitely going to want that one. So there's three right there. Um, I had so much fun as a kid playing Super Punch Out. Oh yeah, yeah. I, f- I forgot Super Punch Out is a thing. Yeah, that was like uh, again another super nostalgic one for me, and then probably like Super Street Fighter or something. Yeah, sure. Mm. You know, like those are games that I definitely would have to have. Uh, Final Fantasy three probably would have to be in there. But you know, yes, Super Punch Out was just dope. Yeah. Cool. Um, we should probably just wrap it up then. Word. Uh, if you want to follow Brett and all his adventures, you can do so at TP Smoke on Twitter, at Brett Meeser, at Hard Circle, at Game Dev Drinks. Yeah. Uh, download Billions of Cats. Look forward Please. to Pixel Jones. There will be more cats too, guys. Oh, so many cats. <coughs> uh, oh, wait. Tweet of the Week. If you want to follow Dan on Twitter, you can do so at Composing Dan. And listen to horrible tweets like... Uh... <laughs> uh... Uh, picked up a hashtag Tanglewood from Mojo uh, at Mojo Music Inc. with a K and K pickup installed by some guy. Hashtag guitarist. Hashtag music. Hashtag acoustic. Hashtag sweet tone. Nice. That's not too bad. There you go. What's tang- What's Tanglewood? <laughs> it's just a It's just a brand of guitar. They only make it in like the UK, I guess. Right. It's, oh, okay. Or it's more popular in the UK. 
Um, but uh, the local music shop had had brought a couple in, so I went and tried them, and this one blew my face off. It was f- I needed a new acoustic for the show, especially because mine is just kind of a beater, and it just doesn't sound that great. So I went down to the Mojo and I played everything in the acoustic room. Yeah. And there was one that was seven grand, Damn. right? And then there was one that was two grand that I liked. And then there was this Tanglewood, which was two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> and I was just like, it, I, it, you know, it was good enough. It was like, it was about half as good as that seven thousand dollar guitar to me, right? Yeah. So I was like, I got to get the one for the value. You know what I mean? It just because it had a little hairline fracture in the body, so they they dropped it by like fifty percent too. And then I paid a little extra to get a pickup installed, but mm. it was just like it was a crazy deal. So I had to go for it. Nice. Yeah, it sounds great. So that's that. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, if you want to help support the site, we got a Patreon at patreon.com slash Games. We also have a store at made by or designed by humans uh, slash shop slash Toronto Game Devs. T-shirts aren't up there right now, but they will be soon. Um, check out the site, torontogamedevs.com. Like us on YouTube, I guess, now. <laughs> Subscribe on the uh, iTunes. We have another review. People are reviewing the, the podcast, so. Oh, really? Yeah, really? five out of five. What are they saying? Uh, everyone except for Brett is great. I don't know. Here, let me... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wrong. Yeah, it's about right. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's bull. <laughs> no, hold on. Let me let me look it up. Yeah, let's get the, let's get the real review. <laughs> Brett is off the his hook. Great podcast. Let's get him unchained. Keeps me in tune with the Toronto game development scene, which is bigger than you think. Great guest appearances and E three coverage. Cool. Boom. Cool. That was Alex, wasn't it? Uh, General PF. I actually no Alex. No Alex. Uh, Alex has also reviewed it and. Nice. Uh, our boy Dan has also reviewed it too. Oh yeah, that's right. That was the back in the day. Yeah, before you're on, before you're on. So. Before I was on. Yeah. Um, cool. Right on. Cool man. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you guys.